Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. Going to look at a uh, lost Todd McFarlane Spider-Man classic with early spawn roots. Before we dive into that, want to invite everybody to like, follow, and subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. Hit that bell icon. You'll get notified when we post a new video. You'll be the first one in line hopefully ahead of the kayfabe effect, trying to track down these uh, sometimes hard-to-find comics. They disappear throughout the day. Their prices go up, so you want to be the first one in line. Hit that notification button is how you get to the front of the line. And let these videos play through to the end. That allows YouTube's algorithm to share them with other comics fans that haven't found cartoonist kayfabe yet. It's how we grow this channel, and we appreciate your help on that. So, Ed, here is a Spider-Man comic by McFarlane that I was unaware of until about a Two weeks ago, Kay Faber messaged me about it, and uh, I started looking into it. And what I would find, like on eBay listings, is Stanley Todd McFarlane Spectacu Spectacular Spider-Man Annual Ten. And I'm like, did they do a story together? They did not. <laughs> the uh, those are two separate stories, unfortunately. But there's some really interesting stuff in this issue. Here's your table of contents. You can see Stan Lee actually does the uh, the dialogue, the, the the scripting for Into the Microverse. But the reason that I was interested is the Prowler. And uh, interesting tie-in this week, because this is written by Glenn Hurdling and drawn by Todd McFarlane and lettered by Rick Parker. So uh, Rick Parker, a longtime Spider-Man letterer. I mentioned an interesting timing because we looked at some Beavis and Butthead comics that Glenn Hurdling is writing and Rick Parker's drawing. So kind of a, a, a Rick Parker week here at Cartoonist okay. Kayfabe. But the story, the reason this is on here is because McFarlane's doing a Prowler story and everybody looking at home, take a close look at that mask. Looks very much like, uh, looks like Spider-Man a little bit, but looks like what we know as Spawn, even with the giant cape, oh, yeah. is, uh, is part of what we're going to see when he goes, goes over to Spawn. A long time ago, we took a look at, uh, what the heck, Infinity Incorporated issues mm -hmm. with the Mr. Bones character that McFarlane uh, designed with, with Roy Thomas. See the red cape with the collar, uh, red red cape, all that stuff. So he he started the cape gimmick around there. Did that Batman year two with that flowy ass Batman cape. Saw that it's, I mean, it the, these lines, it lends to cool design to do tricks like this. That's a quintessential McFarlane design. Totally. But he will bring uh, his cape prowess to... Uh, to spawn and super cool this is one of the mcfarland pieces I, that i totally never flew by my radar yeah back in the day this would have been it, it's a 10 page story it wouldn't have been enough for me probably to spring for a whole issue uh, especially an annual cost a little bit more so i probably would have passed on it back then but i like seeing it now because it's mcfarland's inking himself so you get all of the mcfarland this is kind of like your peak mature McFarlane style, and it's on newsprint. So yes. you kind of get to see like how he's drawing for what comics were like at that time period. And it's wild. In some ways, I feel like he puts more fine lines in this work than he would do even once he gets to the image era. Yeah, he he, he ain't considering the paper. <laughs> so like, like you're, certainly not. So Prowler is, uh, is fighting with his brother here, learning self-defense, which I guess he can then use whenever he's out vigilanteing if that's a verb i can use i thought he was just a prowler i thought he was just like a burglar <laughs> the, the story is basically silver sable how's this for right in the middle of it you turn the page and it's like more comics and then it's like oh wait that's not this worked on me man i got i got bulk and the turbo graphics that year yeah on the strength of this and that splatterhouse two pager yeah i feel like that one's one i uh will give a little more respect for than this two-page ad but it's it's so off putting to be like i'm looking at comics turn the page it's more comics but not the comics yeah 
All right, back to it. So Silver Sable is trying to get Prowler to join the team is what this uh, this backup story is. And I'm thinking like Silver Sable launched a series and it might have been like this may have been a tie into that series launching. She was very much uh, a, Sp a Spider-Man character and these annuals would be a space to explore, you know, your satellite dudes. Uh, I feel like the Silver Sable, because that's like a holofoil cover. That That's after our guys. Maybe 91, 92. Like 92, 93. Yeah, it could be. It's it's after. It's the Wonder Man era. Uh, but <laughs> but her as a character, it, this all it all comes flying back to me, dude. Because, like, I had uh, off the racks, man, the first appearance of Puma. In, like, you know, Ron Friend's Spider-Man issue. I, I had the first Silver Sable. And, you know, I had those... Marvel Universe Series 2 cards and on the back would have their first appearance and I'm like I have the first appearance of characters like that was such a huge thing to me right. man and to have like her first appearance comic which 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 might have been a uh, McFarlane comic I, I don't quite remember I, I know Puma was Ron Friends for sure but Silver Sable might have been uh, McFarlane that's funny yeah so uh our Prowler guy goes home, and now his wife's uh, judo throwing him around the apartment. Doing some self-defense classes herself. But he gets a uh, call, and it's time to go to work. And this is where we get to see the reason we're here, Spawn, with a uh, <laughs> secondary colors. Instead of your red and blues, we've got purples and, and a greenish-gray color. Um, but a lot of similarities visually to what we're going to see in Spawn. You know what else, dude, that I'm just realizing? It is August right now as of this recording. And that Spider-Man Artist Edition, Todd McFarlane, is coming out next month. I got a pre-order on that bitch. That, that will be an episode. Yeah, absolutely. This is a really, I, I think in many ways, like, I actually prefer this art to the Spawn art. Sure. Yeah, because, like, I mean, this is a dude, he knows, he's, he's making his name for himself on this thing. And he's standing, he's standing out from everybody, like, in this era. You know, I was scooping so much of that stuff up straight off the newsstand just because it looked different and he was really i mean he he built his name by doing this stuff look at that dude oh i mean that's again like you can see why this looks like a spawn comic why we why we draw those parallels and that's one of the prime also not far <laughs> not far from <laughs> That's good. Um, man, I love these vertical panels, too, that he would do. And I swear, like, we used to do an exercise in, in when I was in middle school where you would get, like, a uh, magazine shot of somebody. Yeah. <laughs> That's an exact, it's, like, same pose. Both on a building ledge. I mean, a panel one, panel two. That's funny. Catch a cool breeze. Hopefully this story's in your artist edition. Throw that down and recolor it in the uh, spawn color scheme. Right. But I remember in uh, like middle school art classes, we'd get like a magazine photo of a face, and you'd cut it in half, and then you'd have to draw like the other half. I think you'd get an interesting drawing if you tried to fill in the face around that skinny panel. Yes, sir. <laughs> There's some stuff. I was looking, you know, corner of the mouth is the center of the eyes, typically. An eyeball, at least, between your eyes. Could like, this spacing is just not quite there. Could literally take it into Photoshop and, and mirror the other half. And then you got, uh, it probably doesn't look too dissimilar than Billy Bob's sister from the Preacher comics. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> I loved it though, man. I loved it then. I still love it. Um, but man, that is a dead ringer for a spawn, a spawn head. Is that Spring Hill Jack from Rebel Studios? <laughs> Amazing crossover for this. <laughs> I feel like McFarlane was looking at that shit because spawn is nothing if not a Faustian 
deal. Yeah, I've heard that heard that before. You could see I could see McFarlane responding to like vigil art. There's, totally. There's some uh some hyper detail in both of those. Absolutely. And uh at the end of our story, what is it? Prowler now beaten by a third person in this story. It makes you wonder if you're Silver Sable, do you even want him on the team anymore? It could be that thing like maybe she's the kind of girl that hangs out with fat girls so that it it bumps up her profile, makes her look more irresistible or something. So maybe she wants a jobber so that she looks like she has more uh, prowess at being a bad guy or whatever. I don't know, man. You're assembling a team. That doesn't seem like the best strategy. You need a what decoy. Was, was it the wild pack? So it was Silver Sable and something. Yeah, I the don't six know. pack? No, not six pack. That's Rob Liefeld shit. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but it was like her uh, her collection of mercenaries that she would put out there. Or it'd be like Chance and those guys, like or Humbug. You remember Humbug with the HB on his head? No, <laughs> that, that, that's some uh, McFarland shit. Yeah, so it, it's that McFarland issue where he does the Action Comics one cover with Spider Man. Oh yeah, I have that issue. I think that has Humbug in it. We'll have to dig those out maybe in conjunction with that artist edition. It'd be a reason to get into some of his amazing Spider Man run. But that's it. That's the uh, the fool of the story. And I think it might actually be nine pages, not ten. But I don't know, man. Early ideas for Spawn? Totally. At least aesthetically. You know, it's Prowler is inverted Spawn. He has like a claw hand glove. A little disappointed that didn't make it over to Spawn. That's well, a he fun just got feature. straight claws. Yeah, I guess so. And it kind of does. He has a big gauntlet and shit. I like to think that it's this kind of material where Rob Liefeld is on the phone mm -hmm. with uh, Todd McFarland as they are inking their debris and whatnot. Maybe this hair also even. Yeah, it's an amazing amount of just marks on a page. For doing this with like a Hunt 102 that you're constantly dipping into ink, Yeah, that's a lot of motion. The hair looks good like this on Silver Sable, but it looks not as good when it's Wendigo. Mm. You know, because he's got like the Shirley Temple curlers. I was going to say, like, I wonder, too, does this translate into color, into digital color, like the digital color era? Oh, right. Yeah, especially since it's supposed to be white hair. Like, you got to do something with that. Yeah, it's an amazing amount of drawing in the line work there. So. At first, I was going to, I thought you were going to say, does that translate to, to real life? And what does that look like? Probably not far from uh, the, the lion from Wizard of Oz or something. <laughs> It is, it is wild. Courage. All the curls coming off of that thing. Yeah. That's quite a haircut. Uh, Fun McFarlane, though, this is kind of the, you know, around his peak, 1990, around that peak of his Spider Man art. So let's give this guy an adjectiveless series and see what happens. Absolutely. I mean, it's got to be right around this time. That totally. was a 90s launch. I wonder if this is an inventory story or something that they were like, oh, McFarlane's Spider Man is up. Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the comics that Ed Piscor and I make. Red Room Trigger Warnings, the second season of Red Room, all self-contained stories, issues one to four, now available in comic shops everywhere. Red Room, the anti-social network, the trade paperback collection of the first season of Red Room, now available in comic shops everywhere, minus 28 countries where it's banned in 10 comic shops, but you can still request it there. And coming in September, the collection, the trade paperback of Red Room Trigger Warnings will be in stores in September. You can pre-order that now at your local comic shop or online wherever you buy your books. Hulk Grand Design Monster and Hulk Grand Design Madness in comic shops everywhere. The 60 year history of the Incredible Hulk. I am writing, drawing, lettering, coloring, the Grand Design treatment, retelling that 60 year history. And you can now pre-order 
the Hulk Redesign Oversized Treasury Collection. Uh, about 40 extra pages in that. It'll be in stores before Christmas, but you can pre-order it now in your comic shops or in your bookstores wherever you're, you buy comics. And now back to our regular scheduled programming. They would goose those numbers, man, with, with these with these uh, with these annuals by getting a heavy hitter. I was trying to think, like, I mean, this, he was doing Spider-Man comics in the '80s, so it's not like his first stab at a at a Spider-Man comic. No, it's got to be like end of Amazing Spider-Man, and like I said, it's uh, well, it doesn't. I don't know about the the date on it, but 1990. I mean, that's that is the launch of Spider-Man. Adjective list. So it's some. It's almost like between your Amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man is the publication time for this story. I don't. I do not have it. So if anybody has doubles, PO Box three zero seven one Monhall PA one five one two zero. But I would love to do an episode on. Uh, there is a Rob Liefeld Spider-Man annual. Might be spectacular. Mm. Uh, might be web of. But he does a Spider-Man annual and. It is some of his sharpest work. I always like this Spider-Man. You, you'll catch it in like that X-Force, X-Force crossover. Yeah. He also did a Moon Knight cover, and it was like Spider-Man, Punisher, and Moon Knight that uh, I always dug. So once in a while, you'd get a, I'd, I'd see a Liefeld Spider-Man. And I always thought it looked cool. It's, I'd love a whole issue. It's of that. The, yeah, it's the Primo era stuff too. Uh, I, I, where I think he's, he's at least still drawing in that style with, with the lines that don't touch yes. and, the, and the, you know, the little white eyes and stuff. Anyhow. Yeah, it's it's a it's it's a weird one. So figure, uh, hey, I didn't know about it, so I'm sure there's some kayfabers out there that this is new to them. And uh, we look at a lot of Spawn and McFarlane. Feels like the missing link. Yes, absolutely, man. You good to go? Yep. Kayfabers like follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel with the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. What is out there, Jimmy? Hulk Grand Design, the collected oversized Treasury Edition, is available for pre-order now wherever you buy books, your comic shop. Amazon. Tell your local library to order one if that's where you get your graphic novels. That'll be out in time for Christmas, so the perfect gift for you or the Hulk lover in your life. And you can join me on patreon.com slash jimrug to see a lot more of my comics. Red Room Trigger Warnings Trade Paperback coming in store September 2022. Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game, and it's collecting the 2022 season of uh, Red Room Comics. Four issues of that stuff plus about 75 pages of additional materials. I did uh, lots of extra art that you're only going to be able to find in that book. Uh, there are one-of-a-kind comics that uh, you're not going to you're not going to see in print elsewhere. You know, the prototype version of what Red Room was going to be. I'm continuing that serialization from the last trade paperback. And you could get these comics at your local comic shop uh, if it isn't banned there. Or hit up my link tree in the description below. Uh, you could order and pre-order current and future Red Room comics. And right now I'm serializing new Red Room material that has yet to see a paper edition. Won't see a paper edition for probably close to a year. And uh, there's 300 pages up there collecting all of the trigger warnings, all of the anti-social network. Three bucks for the price. And new strips every Tuesday. What else do we have out there, Jimmy? Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe e-newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts and merchandise at the links below this video. That's another great way to support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel. Given those marching orders, we'll be on our way. Read more comics.